0: Peace and blessings, peace and blessings, peace and blessings. Peace and blessings, Truth Hour family. You're tuned in to another edition of the Bible Class Truth Hour here on the four-time national award-winning POET radio. I'm your host, brother, Black Ice, minister, DeAndre Hawthorne. And look, we are here for another edition of the Bible Class Truth Hour. And today is another powerful lesson. Today's lesson is many are called and few are chosen again many are called but few are chosen now brothers and sisters with this lesson tonight many of you all have who have gotten a call from almighty god and and we've been kind of like man wondering if she we, we we should do this thing you've already been called but only a few are chosen because this work, brothers and sisters, that are set before us to do is a very weighty work to do. Many of us will fall out with our family members and we will fall out with our friends and we will fall out with our loved ones and our co-workers over this weighty word, brothers and sisters. Yes. So that's why it says many are called. But few are chosen. Again, let me say it again. Many are called and few are chosen. So that's what we're covering today on the Bible Class Truth Hour here on the four-time national award-winning POET radio. And listen, brothers and sisters, at this time, let's go ahead and share this lesson out. Um, I've been having problems with my phone sharing text messages to send alerts to people that we are on the air live, but you know, thank God I got two, two phones. So I couldn't send the text messages and the invites on one, so you may have gotten a text message and an invite on a number that maybe you are not as familiar with. That's my second line, just lock me in, and again, um, for some reason. I'm not able to send text messages out on my main line. That's 7310 number, but we got it. Where there's a will, there's a way, and God will make a way out of no way, some way, somehow. So we are here live on the Bible Class Truth Hour here on the four-time national award-winning POET radio. If You just tuned in. I'm your brother, Black Ice Minister, uh, DeAndre Hawthorne, and you're on with the Truth Hour Bible Class Ministries. And again, tonight's lesson is many are called, few are chosen. And we want you to look at all those who have been called throughout history. Right, everybody couldn't do this thing, everybody couldn't um, stand up against the weight of this world and carry this word, and that's what you're actually doing when you are chosen. You are carrying this word, and this is a heavy thing, brothers and sisters. It's a very, very heavy thing. So, again, get your Bibles, get your um, pen, your paper, your pencils. And we want to take notes on this particular class and, and this put, uh, on this particular lesson tonight because some of you all are wondering. And like, man, why am I going through so much? All I'm doing is trying to learn the word of God. I'm trying to share what I know and I'm trying to share what I learned. And it's like, you're getting all this kickback. Family members don't understand. They think you in a cult because you don't eat pork no more. They think you are in a cult because you go to um, church or your worship day is on a Saturday and not a Sunday. And you know, like me, I work every Sunday. It was like, Oh, you you don't go to church. You, you work on Sundays. Yeah. I go to church, go to church on the Sabbath day. And again, we don't say these things to make people feel bad. You know, we don't say these things to make people feel bad. We know that this knowledge is not out there because we haven't we didn't grow up with this knowledge. We didn't we were not taught this knowledge. It's only recently that we've been coming into this knowledge. I'm talking about the last 10, 20, 30 years for for those who are um, grew up in a Christian church. You know, now I grew up in a Jehovah Witness Kingdom Hall, so I had a little bit of an advantage not celebrating holidays already. So I didn't celebrate Christmas. I didn't celebrate uh, when I got older, Easter, and some of these other things. My father was out of the Sunday church, but my mother was a Jehovah Witness. So we didn't grow up doing a lot of these celebrating anyway. The um, these these holidays anyway. But again, that's neither here nor there. Today's lesson is called: Many are called, and few are chosen. Again, many are called. And few are chosen. So let's go ahead and stand up and face Jerusalem. And uh, okay, you grew up in the Kingdom Hall too? All right. So let's go ahead, stand up and face Jerusalem and get ready to go ahead and pray into tonight's lesson, which is many are called and few are chosen. Again, many are called and few are chosen. Let's see. I'm trying to get this last share in, y'all. I'm trying to get this last share in. Let's see. All right. Let me get this last share in. All right. It won't let me do it. Okay, let's stand up, face Jerusalem, and get right into tonight's lesson. Father God, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, we come before you on this Tuesday evening, Father God, on this platform. And we say thank you for another opportunity, Father God, to share your word, teach your word and deliver your word to your sheep, your people. Father God, we ask that you strengthen us, Father God, so that we may resist the temptations of this flesh, Father God. Even if we're not walking in your ways or walking in your straight path, Father God, show mercy on us, show grace on us, Father God. Give us time, Father God, to get ourselves together. Give us the strength and the know-how and the knowledge and the wisdom to do so at the same time. Father God, we ask that you bless tonight's lesson. Many are called, few are chosen. Let it be edifying to those who are watching and listening. Let it be glorifying to you. We ask this prayer in your son, Jesus, your sure name. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters. We're going to go ahead in one moment and get Um, and get our, um, YouTube up and running in one moment, we're going to go ahead and get our YouTube up and running. One day I'm gonna have somebody do all this all this sharing and blasting for me, brothers and sisters. But again, we thank you all in advance for tuning in to tonight's lesson. Please share tonight's lesson. Last night's uh last Tuesday's lesson was another powerful lesson as well, brothers and sisters. Another powerful lesson. And um we thank all of you all who watched, attended, looked, listened, and all that thing, right? So let's go ahead and get our YouTube up and running. And we're going to go live in 10 seconds. Five seconds. Okay. Three. Truth Hour YouTube. Thank you for tuning in to another edition. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Tonight's lesson is called Many Are Called and Few Are Chosen. So tonight's lesson we're dealing with, again, as Many Are Called, Few Are Chosen. We talked about it a little little bit before um, we brought on our YouTube. But again, this lesson is a lesson for confirmation for most of you all who are out there. You know the word of God. You've been listening to the word of God for all these years. You know the difference between Roman Christianity and Biblical Christianity. And you've been called. You've been called to do a work that you have been hesitating to do. Well, God don't keep that call out forever. So now is the time, brothers and sisters, for you to take that knowledge that you have, that anointing that God has placed upon you, and get out here and do this work. Because many are called. But few are chosen, right? Just because you've been called don't mean that you are actually chosen. How do we go from being called to being chosen? Sister Key and I, Key Israel and I talk about this all the time. You're not going to be judged on how you feel. See, we are a people of emotion. You're not going to be judged on how you think says everyone is going to be judged according to their work. Right? So yeah, you're called but have you been chosen? And being chosen is merely accepting the call because now you're out here doing the work that God has assigned you to do. There was a man who was called to do a work. His name was Jonah. He tried to run from that Call that he had. Right. And God placed them through hell. And you we wonder why we going through hell in our lives sometimes because we've been called. And we don't want to accept the call. So God got to take you through financial problems. He got to take you through marital problems, relationship problems, employment and job problems because you've been called. But you haven't accepted the call. So therefore, you haven't been chosen yet. So, the word ordained, okay, or ordain means to be anointed. This is where we're going to start off today, Jeremiah, the first chapter. Turn your Bibles to Jeremiah, the first chapter. The word ordain means to anoint, right? Now, if the anointing comes from God, brothers and sisters, then... You and I are guaranteed to be successful. Don't mean that you won't have bumps along the way. It don't mean that you won't have obstacles along the way. Don't mean that you won't go through any storms. Because everyone that say they love God and that they believe in God, you must be tested. What's going to make you any different from Jesus when he went up to the mountain for 40 days and for 40 nights and fasted and then he was tempted of the devil? What makes you any different than Job when uh, God allowed Satan to come and move on him and he took away his children and his cattle and his possessions? Even his wife turned to him and said, Why don't you curse God to his face and die? So you can't say that you love God and that you believe in God without being tested. So some of us are going through a test right now. The issue is, brothers and sisters, that everyone who is teaching. Is not sent from God. I'm going to say that again. Everyone who is teaching is not sent from God and don't have a sound doctrine. And how do we compare what's being taught to us with what is considered by the Bible a sound doctrine? Let's go to Jeremiah 1. And we're going to read 5 through 8. Jeremiah 1. And we're going to read verses 5 through 8. And it reads, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew you. And before you came forth out of the womb, I sanctified you. And I ordained you a prophet unto the nations. Brothers and sisters, we are the priest of the whole world. God gave the word to us, and we are the ones that are supposed to be going out here to the whole world and teaching all the sons of Adam. At verse 6, Jeremiah 1 and 6, Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for you shall go to all that I shall send you. And whatsoever I command you, you shall speak. So, brothers and sisters, that reminds me of Moses, who's talking about man, I studied, I, I, I don't I don't speak well, I have a speech impediment. Stop worrying about your insecurities and your low self-esteem issues. God placed you in Bible class for a reason. He unlocks your mind so that this word can start registering and downloading into your system. And you got some understanding now of this word. So it's one thing to listen to brother's Bible class right here on this night and listen to brother's Bible class right here on that night. And on a Sabbath day, go and listen to this brother's Bible class and you ain't doing nothing with the word yourself. Come on, brothers and sisters. Verse eight, be not afraid of their faces. I am with you to deliver you, saith the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Don't you know that you got the Lord's words in your mouth, brothers and sisters? And you have an obligation, having the word of God in your mouth to teach and share this word to those who will listen. Many are called. And few are chosen. Again, many are called. And few are chosen. Let's go to the book of John, the sixth chapter. The book of John, the sixth chapter now why do you think we came to jesus i'm going to ask that question again and please listen to me out there brothers and sisters why do you think that we came to jesus is when i say we came to jesus we came to the word of god because remember jesus is the word when he wasn't here in the physical form, we had his word in Scripture. And when he was here in the physical form, we had him. And then when he was absent from the figure's uh, physical form, he said, I go so that I may send you a comforter. And he may guide you to all truth. I'm paraphrasing, brothers and sisters. How are you guided to truth except you read his word? So, the Lord already told you, I put my word in your mouth. But the question is for those who are watching and listening to this program, why do you think you were able to come to Jesus, Yahshua, and get this word? Well, let's look at what the word says. We're in the book of John, the sixth chapter. We're going to read 35 through 44. John 6, 35 through 44. And it reads, and Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. And he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I say unto you that you also have seen me and believe not. All that the father gives me shall come to me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Jesus said all that the father has given me shall come to me. So now you wonder why you were able to come to Jesus? Because the father was the one who sent you to him. Let's continue reading. It says, and him that come up to me, not, and I'm sorry. And him that come up to me, I will in no wise cast out. Listen, for I came down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the father's will which have sent me, that of all which he have given me, wait a minute, of all which he has given me, I should lose nothing, but raise it up again at the last day. Brothers and sisters, the father has already chosen you, but have you accepted the call? that's the question for tonight's lesson see it's time for us who have been students our whole lives it's time for us to graduate how many years do we get in high school you've been a freshman you've been a sophomore you've been a junior and you've been stuck on that senior year for four five six seven eight nine ten years And you don't want to go out here and teach and share the word of God. Brothers and sisters, we have to start becoming ashamed of ourselves because we've been called and we have been chosen, but we have not accepted the call. We don't want to do the work. It's too uneasy. I don't want to be rejected by my friends. I don't want to be talked about. I don't want to be cast out. This is too much for me, God. I don't want to do this. But God said, if you're ashamed of me on earth, I'll be ashamed of you in the kingdom. So, brothers and sisters, see, we can't continue thinking with the mind of this world. We have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So all those idiosyncrasies and low self esteem and and um and 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 issues that you have how i look how i sound how brothers and sisters you got to put that to the side because the way that it described jesus it says he was of no beauty that no man should be attracted to him or no one should be attracted to him let's go to the book of john the 10th chapter the book of john the 10th chapter Turn your bibles to the book of john the 10th chapter we're talking about many are called And few are chosen. See, brothers and sisters, when you accept this call, you don't have to be stressed out and worried about the things that normal people are worried about and stressed out. Because it ain't going to matter. It's not going to matter. The only thing that's going to matter to you is how do I gain salvation? And how do I help others gain salvation as well? That's the only thing that's going to matter, brothers and sisters, once you answer <laughs> this call. So I just want to implore you, brothers and sisters, that now's the time to get out here and do this work, brothers and sisters. We got to do this work. Who else are we going to leave it to? See, we're always talking about, well, you know, somebody else will come. When it go down in your life, and you start going through calamity, God will say, I will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation, and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me. And ain't that something? When you in a hospital, you start calling on God more seriously than you've ever called on God before? God, if you just get me out of this one, I swear, if you just get me out of this situation, how many of you all have said that before? I said it before, brothers and sisters. Got back on the right track and then fell off the path in the wagon again. And so we all do this, brothers and sisters. But God said, they shall call upon me but I would not answer. They will seek me early, but they shall not find me. For they that hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they would not, they would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. reproof. Therefore, shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. So God is saying, Man, I gave you a chance to come to me. When that brother, or that sister tried to bring the word to you, that was me coming to you, but you couldn't see past the messenger. You couldn't see past how the sister's hair was done, how her lace front was put on. You couldn't see past the brother and his past life or what he posts on his social media pages. You couldn't see past all that. Therefore, you denied my word because. You had a problem with what package the word came in. Oh, brothers and sisters, we got to graduate. We got to grow in knowledge and grow in wisdom. Let's go. Let's see. Let's go to the book of Jonah. One of the most familiar stories in the book of this Bible we're talking about how we run from God. And again, you could be running from your coworker. You could be running from your family member. You could be running from your cousin. You could be flipping on your social media page and see one of the brothers and sisters teaching. Oh, I, 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 ain't, I ain't into that tonight. Give them some of your time. Even if you don't have a lot of time, give that brother or that sister some of your time, some of uh some some of your time so that. The Lord can deposit something in your spirit during that five minutes that you listening to that brother, that five minutes that you listening to that sister. That's all for the Lord to deposit something in your spirit. It's not about supporting the brother or supporting the sister or increasing the likes or increasing the views. It's about what you can get out of it, not the person who's delivering the word can get out of it. We got to change our thinking, brothers and sisters. We got to be renewed by that mind, brothers and sisters. Let's go to the book of Jonah, the first chapter. Jonah 1. And let's look at this like we've never looked at it before. Let's go to Jonah, the first chapter. And the man's name is Jonah. The assignment was him to go to Nineveh. He was imprisoned or put into a hell-type situation called the big fish or whale. So let's replace Jonah with your name. Let's replace Nineveh, the assignment that he was given, with your coworkers, your family members, your friends, your social media page. Let's replace the big whale with all the hell that you're going through in your family, at your job, in your marriage, with your children and with your finances. That's going to be the whale. You're going to be Jonah and your assignment is to the people that God places in your path. So let's read. Now, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, and the word of the Lord is coming to you tonight. Arise and go to Nineveh, that great city. And I'm telling you, arise and go to your people, your family members, your friends, your co-workers. Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it for the wickedness has come up before the Lord. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. And you running and we fleeing and we running and turning our back and saying, no, I'm going to scroll past that lesson. I ain't going to Bible class on this day. I ain't we running from the presence of the Lord. And went down to Joppa and he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid for the fare thereof and went down into to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea. And the Lord is sending a great wind into your life right now. And guess what's happening in your life right now? Let's read. And there was a mighty tempest in the sea. So the ship was like to be broken. Then the uh, mariners were afraid and cried every man unto his God. And see, brothers and sisters, I got to tell you this. You are not the only person who is affected by your disobedience. Sometimes God will get your attention by affecting your children. Sometimes God would get your attention by affecting your husband or your wife. Sometimes God would get your attention by affecting those who are close to you and those whom you love. Trust me and believe me. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know. You want God to get your attention? Your family better beware the closest people to you in your life better beware because God used them to get your attention too. It says, then the mariners were afraid and cried every man unto his God and cast forth the ways that were in the ship into the sea to lighten it of them. But Jonah was gone down into the sides of the ship and he lay and was fast asleep and the shipmaster came to him and said unto him, what meanest thou, O sleeper? Arise, call upon your God. If so be that God would think upon us that we die not. And they said, Every one to his fellow, come and let us cast lots that we may know for whose cause this evil is upon us. Evil may be coming upon your children because you have neglected to accept the call evil may be coming upon your husband or your wife or your household or your family because you have not chosen to accept the call. Verse seven, and they said, everyone to his fellow, come and let us go cast lots that we may know whose cause this evil upon us is. So they cast lots and the lot fell upon Jonah. Then said they unto him, tell us, we pray thee, for whose cause this evil is upon us? What is thine occupation? And where are you coming from? What is your country? And of what people are you? And he said unto them, I am a Hebrew. Stop. He said to them, I am a Hebrew. And I fear the Lord. The God of heaven, which has made the sea and the dry land. Then were the men exceedingly afraid. Why was they afraid? Because they know wherever the Hebrews are, wherever the Israelite is, brothers and sisters, they know that wherever we are, that trouble is going to follow us. I'm going to say that again. You are what? You a Hebrew? Get away from me! Because God got y'all people under a curse. I don't want to be around you, Hebrews. Everywhere you go, death and murder and theft and mayhem follow you. I don't want to be around you, Hebrews. So they said unto him, "What shall we do unto you?" that the sea may be calmed unto us. For the sea is angry and was temperous. Right? So again, sometimes it's better for you not to even be around people because And you do With the people who are closest to you. They got problems of their own. But now you didn't just dump your spirit and dump your problems on top of the problems that they already have. I talked to my cousin about that all the time. I said, cuz we're gonna have to change the subject, bro. I said, we're gonna have to talk about something different. But again, when you know you've been called and you run from that call, that trouble follow you. Verse 17, it says, now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. How long have you been in the belly of your trouble? How long have you been in the belly of your financial problems? How long have you been in the belly of those bad marital problems that you've been experiencing? How long have you been in the belly of those issues with your children? You tried everything else. You call your friends to get advice. You ask your co-workers for advice. You call mama up and talk to mama about it and ask mama for advice. But the best advice, brothers and sisters, is right here. Because this book says that the whole duty of man is to fear God and do what? Put it in the comment section so that I can know that y'all walking with me on this. The whole duty of man is to fear God and put it in the comment section. Let me see what y'all got. Let's keep on going with this lesson. Let's go brothers and sisters to the book of, y'all know the rest of the story with Jonah. Y'all already know that. Let's go to James, the second chapter, James, the second. Come on, keep it going, keep it coming, y'all. James, the second chapter, let's go here. James, the second chapter. We got to go here to James, brothers and sisters. Good. All right. So let's go to the book of James, the second chapter. James, the second chapter. We got a testimony in Jonah, brothers and sisters, a perfect testimony in Jonah and the whale and the raging sea and those whom he was sent to. We got a testimony. So please don't find yourself with that spirit of running from God. Don't be embarrassed. God knows everything that you done done and everything that you said, and he's been waiting for you to come to him repenting of it asking for forgiveness so that you can get back on that horse and accept that call david was a man of the god's own heart and look at all the sins that david committed let's go to james 2 and 2 through 5 james 2 2 through 5 and it reads but if there come unto your assembly a man with the gold ring and god and goodly apparel, and there come in also a poor man in vile raiment, and you have respect to him that wears the gay clothing, and that's not talking about homosexuality, it's talking about um that uh, when it says gay clothing, it's talking about clothing that you deem to be more uh, um um Beautiful or happy, or you know, brings happiness to you, right? And say unto him, Sit thou here in a good place, and say to the poor, Stand over there, or sit here under the foot under my footstool. And you, are you not then partial in yourselves and are become judges of evil thoughts? Hearken, my beloved brethren, have not God chosen the poor of this world rich in faith? And heirs of the kingdom, which he have promised to them that love him. So when it comes to that judgmental spirit that we have, and we do have that judgmental spirit, brothers and sisters. Understand that that judgmental spirit is not a strike against the person you're judging. It's a strike against you with God. Judge not, lest ye be judged. See, and we good to judging people with things that we already got under control? Right? Because we'll bash the gay person because we ain't gay. We'll bash the fornicator because we ain't fornicating. We'll bash the adulterer because we're not committing adultery. We'll bash those who get drunk or who are overweight. Because we ain't overweight and maybe we don't drink. But how many other things do we do, brothers and sisters? That someone could be in judgment of us for. Matter of fact, more importantly, that God could be in judgment of us for. And so this judgmental spirit, we got to get up out of here. Verse 10, it says, for whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. So how many of us out there? keep the whole law. You can't keep the whole law because you don't even know the whole law. So we all are guilty of something, brothers and sisters. Let's go ahead down to the book of Isaiah. When my brother's on the line. Peace and blessings to you, brother. Isaiah 64, 4-6. through six. Isaiah 64, 4-6. through six. See, we get embarrassed when we start talking about The things that we have done, the sins that we have committed, we get embarrassed about that. We don't want to talk about that. We don't want to tell our testimony of how we've been in the gutter or we've been strung out on drugs or how we've been alcoholics or we've come from a certain lifestyle. We don't want to talk about that. When we do talk about that, we don't want to say it was us. We'll say, man, I know people who've been through this and I've known people who've been through that. Right? Because we're embarrassed. Right? But none of us is righteous enough in the eyes of God. And that's why we pray every day and we ask for grace and we ask for mercy. Isaiah 64, 4 through 6. Isaiah 64. And we're going to read verses 4 through 6. And it reads, For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear, neither have the eye seen. O God, beside you, what he has prepared for him that waiteth for him, thou meetest him that rejoiceth and worketh righteousness. Those that remember thee in thy ways, behold, thou art angry. But we have sinned in those continuance and we shall be saved. But we are all as, un, as, uh, as an unclean thing, and all our righteousness are as filthy rags, and we all do fade as a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, have taken us away. And there is none that calleth upon your name that stirreth up himself to take hold of thee. For you have hid your face from us, and have consumed us, Because of our iniquities, because of our sins. So brothers and sisters, our righteousness is as of filthy rags, brothers and sisters. So who are we other than someone who have been called by God, chosen by God, but have not accepted the call? So I'm telling each and every one of you all today, listening to these online Bible classes is not enough. Attending Sabbath day Bible class is not enough. You got to have some works behind that faith. Because faith without works, brothers and sisters, is dead. So what this sense does it make to walk around with all this faith, all this knowledge, and you ain't doing nothing with it? Chapter, and we're going to read verse 24 through 28. Romans, the eighth chapter, 24 through 28. Turn your Bibles, we only got about three more places to go. Romans 8, 24 through 28, and it reads. For we are saved by hope, but what hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why do he yet hope for? But if we hope for that which we not see, then do we with patience wait for it. Likewise, Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is in the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So, in verse 28, and we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. All things work for the good to those who are called for His purpose. So if you are called and if you answer that call, then no matter what happens in your life, you will say, oh, okay. now I understand why I went through this. Now I understand why I went through that. God was working on something else and I needed to go this direction and I needed to go this route. Because God was working it. For the good of me who loves him and according to the purpose that I was called for. You ever seen people who went to prison? They spent 10 years, 20 years in prison. And then they got out of prison and they started a ministry. And then they were able to go to the gangbanger and the drug dealer and speak to them and say, hey, look, I did the same thing that you were doing. God put me in prison for 10 years and 15 years to get my life together. And now I'm out. He has weaponized me to be able to come to you and to share with you my experience and my testimony so that you won't go through the same thing that I've gone through. He'll work that thing out, brothers and sisters, for the good of them that love him and for. um. The purpose according to the calling isn't it something that I got to go to prison in order to stop you from going to prison? I got to become a drug addict in order to help you stop being a drug addict. I got to be an alcoholic and lose my family members and my friends and my job and my loved one because God wanted me one day to come to you and be your AA sponsor. So I can tell you one day at a time. God will work that thing out, brothers and sisters. He will work that thing out. Make sure you don't lose your life so that you can come back and help somebody else. Now, God has chosen us as a nation as well. A nation of priests. We are Israelites. We are Hebrews. We are descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We have been called and we have been chosen, brothers and sisters. But there's also been a call in for those outside of our Israelite family who have been grafted in to our Israelite family. Now, this is a hard saying for many of my Israelite brothers. But let God be true and let every man be a liar. Let's go to the book of First Corinthians, the first chapter. First Corinthians, the first chapter. And we're going to read 24 through 31, 1 Corinthians, the first chapter, 24 through 31. And it reads, for after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews required a sign and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified and to the Jews a stumbling block. And unto the Greeks foolishness, but unto them which are called both Jews and Greeks. Wait a minute. Some people say that only Israelites can get this thing. Only Israelites could be called, could be chosen. Now Let me read it again. Verse 24. But unto them which are called both Jews and Greeks. Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God because the the foolishness um because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men for you see your calling brethren how that not many wise men after the flesh not many mighty not many noble are called but God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise and God have chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. Brothers and sisters. We are called a foolish people. We have been called an ignorant people. Sometimes I imagine the way the nurses look at my people who work with me at the hospital. They come from India. They come from Nigeria. They come from the Philippines and they all come over here and they become successful. And then they look at our people. And we don't own no stores. We don't own no banks. We got to go borrow from people. They look on the news and see the crime and the shootings and everything. And it's our faces that they see. Sometimes I wonder how they look at our people. Especially when I tell them that we are the chosen people of God and show it to them in the word, how God chose our people, but we're under a curse. Sometimes I wonder how they look at the chosen people of God, how they can come over here and instantly become successful. And we've been over here for 500 years and continue to be in the condition that we're in. But many are called, brothers and sisters, and few are chosen. Once you answer the call, look out for Satan, because he's coming, brothers and sisters. Know that once you accept the assignment of God, that it is the enemy of God whom will pop up to try to throw you off of God's straight and narrow path. Start calling yourself a minister. Start calling yourself a preacher. And watch how all hell break loose in your life. The people whom you thought you would get support from are not going to support you. They don't even understand the true word of God because that's not what they've been taught. So once you begin to share with them about the ideology in man's holidays and how you don't want to celebrate them, once you begin to share the dietary law with them, they don't want to hear it. I was at Longhorn Steakhouse yesterday. And um, now nah, Sunday, I was at Longhorn Steakhouse Sunday. And um, I asked for a steak, right? Normally, I get my steak well done. But this time I was like, let me get medium weld, right? So they said, it's just going to have a little pink in it, whatever. I was like, all right, cool, right? As long as it ain't got no blood, right? I'm good, right? Because the law says that we should not eat the blood of any life form because life is in the blood, right? So, okay, I'm eating my steak, you know, long horn. I got the pull the house and everything. And so the tip of it is good, straight, right? It's a little bit too pink for my liking, but I'm like, all right, cool. So I put the knife down into the meat to squeeze the meat down and through a hole in the meat. Blood poured out some of the hole in the meat. I'm looking like it just totally turned me off. I just couldn't eat the rest of it. Right. So I called the waiter over. I was like, hey, look. I said, let me show you something in the scripture in the book of Leviticus, the 11th chapter. I said, I'm an Israelite. I said, I can't eat blood. I said, so when I ordered the steak, you said it was going to be a little bit pink. I was cool with that. I said, but clearly it's blood coming up out of the meat in this state. I said, you see where it says in the scripture that any man that eats the blood thereof, and I was quoting the scripture, reading it to him so he could see it, see it itself. So he said, I'm so sorry, sir. He said, let me take it back in the back. and we will go ahead and fix you another steak. And that's what he ended up doing, fixing another steak. And uh, I'm going to eat that tonight throughout the Bible class. class. But this time he did it well done. And so I'm just saying that to you, brothers and sisters, once you choose the path of God, you will start seeing little things pop up, things that were inconsequential things, Right. People start bringing things to you that you know that once you answer this call, maybe you shouldn't have. Right. Opportunities start popping up that you were trying to get before you got into this word. And now here it is. You in this word. You can't take advantage of those same opportunities because it's going to pull you away from the path. So I'm saying that to say, brothers and sisters, that once you answer the call, because many have been called, but few have been uh, few have been chosen. You got to watch out for the tricks of Satan. Let's go to the book of Matthew, the 20th chapter, verse 14 through 16. Matthew 20, 14 through 16. Many are called and few are chosen. Brothers and sisters, you got to prepare your mind for your family members to fall out, your co-workers to fall out, the people who you thought was closest to you to not support your dreams and not to support this move in this path that God got you on, because that's what's to expect. So let's go here, Matthew the 14th chapter, and we're going to read verses 14 through 16. And it reads And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them. And he healed their sick. And when it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, This is a desert place, and the time is now past. Send the multitude away that they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals. But Jesus said unto them, they need not depart, give ye them to eat. And they say unto them, we have here but five loaves and two fishes. Right. And so, you know, the rest of the story, brothers and sisters, when Jesus fed the multitude. And I'm saying to you today that you must feed the multitude. God had me go there for a reason. That ain't even a spot that I need to go to. But it is time for you to feed the multitude because many are called and few are chosen. Now, let's go to the place where we originally had on our lesson today. Matthew 20, 14 through 16. God had me go there for a reason, brothers and sisters. People are hungry for this word. You got the word and you have it in abundance and you have understanding of it and you have been called and you have been chosen. So take those uh, um, fish and bread and go and feed the people because the fish is the word and the bread is the word and go out there and feed the multitude. God could only put that together like that, brothers and sisters. Matthew twenty fourteen through sixteen, and let's go. It says, "Take the take um, take that thine is, and go thy way. I will give unto this last, even as unto thee. Is it not lawful for me to do what I will with my own? Is thine eye evil because I am good? So the last shall be made first, and the first last. For many be called, but few." are chosen so stop looking at your condition stop looking at your quote-unquote imperfections i say quote-unquote because god don't make no mistakes he made you the way you are for a reason get rid of those insecurities when it comes to this um work that you have been assigned to do because many are called brothers and sisters, but few are chosen. We're going to close out with this, as we always do, Numbers, the sixth chapter. I hope that you all enjoy tonight's lesson, Numbers, the sixth chapter. It is amazing what God does. You never know how he's going to move the spirit in these lessons that we teach on Tuesdays. Even if we've taught them before, sometimes they just hit different. That's 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 what the young people say. They hit different. They hit some of these lessons. They hit different brothers and sisters, depending on what what you're going through in your life. And when God delivers that word to you, you could have you could have heard the same thing a thousand times. But it's that one time. that God have opened up your spirit numbers, the sixth chapter, 24 through 27, it says, may the Lord bless you and keep you may the Lord. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And they shall put the Lord's name upon the children of Israel, and he shall bless many. So we thank you for tuning in to tonight's lesson. Many are called, few are chosen. If you got here late, you got to go back and listen to the beginning of this lesson. It would be here on You uh, um, Facebook Live, and it would be on YouTube under Truth our TV. And please go subscribe to our channel, truth, our TV. Now, if you want to be added to our text message, invite reminder list, then go and the keywords truth hour to three one two seven one nine seven three one zero. And again, the YouTube is truth. Our TV. Brothers and sisters, I thank you so much for tonight's lesson. I thank you so much for sharing it, for inviting people. Your homework assignment is to bring one person with you next week, next Tuesday as we go live. Thank you so much, YouTube. God bless you. In Jesus' name, and good night. And for those who are on Facebook Live, if you want us to teach you on a specific lesson, then reach out to us and let us know what that is. Or if you have a question, then reach out to us with your question. And maybe we could do a question and answer period.